Yeah, applaud the video. That'd be great. We're going to sit here in the dark. There we go. It is so good to see you guys this morning. Uh, you look so great in your pajamas. This is wonderful and should be a thing. Yeah, we'll we talk to LT to see if we can just make Sunday morning in your pajamas a permanent thing. Yes. I'm Carl, you're right there in the front row. How do you feel about that? All right. So, yes. So, Tara, what, so watching the video, what's, what's, your, uh, what's the family food? Oh, um, so we have a family sugar cookie recipe that I make every year. Okay. And so we go all out. And if it doesn't end in some sort of flower throwing competition in the kitchen, then we didn't do it properly. Oh. <laughs> I only have one flower throwing memory. It was when I was like preteen and my aunt knew how the science worked. And so after my brother and I were well coated in flour, she started throwing water on us, and yeah, we didn't understand how that worked, but it was great. It was great. So yeah, so is this like great, great, great grandma's sugar cookie? Um, how many? How far back does this sugar cookie recipe go? I think it's. I think it's two greats. I think at this two point, greats. it's like a hundred years old. Wow. This recipe. Wow. I I could be totally wrong, but I think that's. So I'll be back in the office January third. Be great to test out the family sugar cookie recipe. Frosting or sprinkles, though. That's uh, important. Sprinkles. Okay. Sprinkles. All right. All right. So, uh, you know, it is so good to be here and celebrate with you guys. And as we get started this morning, so what is your favorite part of Christmas? I mean, a flower fight seems like it's going to be hard to top, but what is your favorite, favorite part of Christmas? Okay. So I am that present wrapping person. That is like my mini vacation. They see me grabbing the wrapping paper and the tape and the scissors and I'm going in the room. I'm shutting the door. I've got Christmas music and eggnog and they just leave me be. Everybody. They just know. So is this like take all the presents, sit down one time, one stop, get them all wrapped in one sitting? Oh yeah. It's a mega wrapping situation. Situation? Yes. Okay. Yes. It is a situation. It looks like, you know, those little mall areas where they wrap Uh and there's just things everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. That's your bedroom for a couple hours? Yeah. All right. So are you like full out? Is it like ribbons and bows with all the curls or just really neatly wrapped simple gift? So... It depends on my mood when I'm rapping, I think, because I will totally do all the ribbons and the curls and the bows, or you're getting a present wrapped in your particular paper, and I'm using the extra paper to, like, crinkle a gift tag so I know who it's for. There's no in-between. Okay. All right. Very good. We don't even bother with tags anymore. We just write the name on the paper, figure it out. It'll be great. There we go. There we go. What about you? What is something that you enjoy about Christmas? What's the thing? Well, you know, I'm the pastor, right? So I'm supposed to say it's Jesus. But if I'm honest, it's all about the presents. There's nothing better than like walking down under the Christmas tree and looking for your name on the gift. I can remember as a kid, I would get up sometimes middle of the night. The earliest I think was 3 a.m. and walk downstairs to find the gifts. And I would like pull it out delicately so my mom didn't know and shake it to see what was in it to like feel how heavy it was I'm not gonna lie mom if you're watching online and I'm really sorry there were definitely years I would pull the corner back and then just put a little tape back there so I knew what was in because our rule was you could play with what was in the stocking before everybody got up but you had to wait on the adults to get their coffee and then my my grandma made this homemade bread that we turned into toast and everybody came down with coffee and toast 
and then we can open gifts. But I was not very good. There's just something about the joy of seeing your name on that big box that you've just got to get all excited about. So, so because gifts are my favorite thing, what is your, the best gift you've ever received? All right, this is super easy. You ready for a story? I'll be quick, I promise. It's okay. Okay, all right. They'd rather hear your stories. They get to hear me talk all the time. <laughs> so I, um, I'm not a surprise person. I don't like surprises. Michael has tried forever to surprise me. It's happened twice in 15 years, right? Wow. I wanted for the longest time a mixer. I, I bake. I mean, I need a mixer for those cookies. If you want them at Christmas, I need a mixer, right? And I was a million percent sold on this particular mixer in this particular color, and it, this is what it has to be. What's the color? Candy apple red. It has to match all my appliances. So your kitchen appliances are all, oh, your kitchen appliance is my sports car. It'll be all right. There we go. Candy apple red, here we go. So so a a candy apple red KitchenAid mixer, right? Five years, I'm dropping hints. And it gets to the point where I'm taking him to the store and I'm standing him in front of the appliances. And I was like, do you see this? This is what I want. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Yeah. He prayed, you prayed for patience, didn't you? I got it, whether I paid for it or not, right? So his dad calls me up, and he had just remodeled their kitchen, and he's like, I am looking for a gift for your mom that will go with the kitchen. I was thinking, tell me about this mixer that you love so much. And so, of course, I'm like, okay, here you go. And I let it all go. And he goes, okay, that's what I'm getting, and I'm going to ship it to your house. Will you wrap it for her? And I was like, yeah, sure. Did, did you wrap that gift with love? Not even a little. No. <laughs> Not even a little Not, bit of didn't love. Didn't even in that. fake it, huh? No, no. I mean, I very, I was very cranky about it. Um, it looked good. It, it was wrapped very nicely, but no, no love in that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they all, they heard about it too. Him and his dad. I'm sure. I I, the stink eye was strong. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. So we um, typically, Michael and I, will exchange a big gift for each other on Christmas Eve after the girls go to sleep. And so I give him his present, and I'm so excited about it. And he's all surprised, and he's making this big production of "I'm going to surprise you this year. I'm going to surprise you." And I sit down, and he makes me close my eyes. I open up my eyes, and there's this gift that I not so lovingly wrapped for his mother sitting in front of me, like. I wrapped my present? <laughs> I, I was so excited that I really couldn't even be mad at that point. So that is, seriously, to this day, I've had it for five years now, and it is still the best Christmas gift. I mean, we moved here and it didn't go in the truck. It rode in the car with my kids. So it ranks somewhere between your children and your dogs? Is it, that where this mixer ranks? I, yes. Okay. Yes. I, I was, at least it's <laughs> under the children. All right. It so. is. It is. The girls, girls, you're far more important, a million times more important. But so husbands, if you weren't paying attention, the best way to surprise your wife, make her wrap her own present. Just tell it it's for her mother-in-law. It'd be great. <laughs> So, you know, that's an amazing story. And as I think about Christmas, Christmas really is about the gift. I mean, sometimes we, we like don't want to talk about the gifts, right? Because it's like, well, that takes away from Jesus. But ultimately, Christmas is all about the gift. Christmas is 100% about the gift. And, and it's about the ultimate gift, right? Jesus 
is the greatest gift ever. He didn't come wrapped up in, in pretty paper and bows or, you know, names scribbled on the boxes or anything like that. It, you can't shake him. Yeah, you can't no, shake baby Jesus. No, it's not. definitely not, okay? Definitely not. Um, but the wise men and the angels, the shepherds, Mary, Joseph, they all knew that he was an amazing gift. Mm. We've been talking in Kidstown about the stars of Christmas, Mary and how important she is as Jesus's mother and Joseph and his obedience of listening to what God was telling him to do. And even the wise men and the shepherds are so important to this story because they shared all of these things, but the star, the real gift, of Christmas is Jesus. And it's just such an amazing thing. The Bible is filled of so many things about this baby. So in Luke chapter two, verses 15 through 20, here's what it says. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, and it was just as the angel had told them. And the story continues in Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 and 2, and then verse 9 through 11. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of Herod. And about that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we've come to worship him. And the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. You know, this is an incredible story, but Tara, I don't know if a lot of people... Maybe just the dads in the room wouldn't view a baby as the greatest gift. I mean, they're cute and all, but they're not independent at all. We have to take care of them. We have to change their pants when they make a mess. They're constantly hungry. All they do is sleep. They drool on everything. And then you got to feed them. I mean, and it didn't come with a tag that said to Jason. I'm just saying, I'm not sure it's the greatest gift, right? Like, I love my boys. They're the joy of my life. But the greatest gift? You have girls, let's be honest. Maybe it's just the dad thing. So, I mean, they don't always sleep, let's be real, right? <laughs> That's true. But I, I would have to agree, it, they're crazy. They're totally crazy. My girls are amazing and chaotic, and I wouldn't change a thing. But the point is that Jesus is the gift to us. Jesus is the best gift that was ever given to us. This baby in the manger was God's gift to the entire world. God knew that there was no way that we would have eternity in heaven with him. And so he asked 
Jesus to do the unthinkable, and he did. Jesus left heaven. He was separated from God, and then he died just for us to have a clear way to be in heaven with him. You know, the wise men knew how important this gift really was, if you think about it. If you go to Matthew chapter 2, verse 11, it says, They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary. They bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So were those Christmas presents or birthday presents? Or both? I'm just curious. I, I think the kids in the room care, right? It sets a precedent. They do. So they, it, it's totally important, right? They're, they're gifts of, not, of worship. They're gifts of thanks. Because the wise men knew how significant this gift from God actually was. They came prepared. Look at the gifts that they gave, right? Gold, fit for a king, but not just any king, the king of kings. Mm-hmm. Incense, to show that Jesus is worthy of our worship. And then the myrrh, to recognize the sacrifice that was yet to come. They knew what was happening. They knew how important this moment truly was. And so they were giving these gifts to show their thanks to God for giving us his son because they knew that Jesus was going to be sacrificing himself for us. He didn't have to, but he did it anyway because he loves us. Yeah, that's incredible love when you stop and think about it. I think it's interesting. Jesus is not only like, we don't have a present under the tree that says to Jason or to Tara from God the Father and we open it up and it's Jesus. But Jesus is the greatest gift because he's not only the greatest gift to us, He's the greatest gift from us. He's the gift we get to give to somebody else. I know you're a better person than I am, Tara, but I don't know. Uh, is re-gifting a thing in your life? Yes. Yeah? You d- yes. So you've gotten the... Oh, yeah. So I am a total... I'm very picky. I'm the worst person to have to shop or buy Christmas presents for. I'm just going to tell you. You can talk to my wife afterwards. It's horrible. Uh, and so... Uh, and especially... I am a total snob when it comes to coffee. Uh, we, we have discussed this. You probably know this already. But somebody bought me coffee for Christmas one year. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, that is so sweet. And that's going to be my white elephant gift at the next party I'm going to, right? Like, I, it's all about me. They were a, it was a wonderful gift. They knew that I liked coffee. They got me coffee. It was pre-ground. I don't know if it was good or not. I'm not going to drink it. So we, we're going to re-gift that right out. So again, this is about me. But the amazing thing is Jesus is the greatest thing we get to re-gift. Because he didn't come just for us. He came so that we can share that gift with everyone else. I mean, think about the shepherds. In Matthew, it says, or in Luke, it says, the shepherds went back to their fields glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. My guess is the shepherds didn't just tell their sheep, right? If you were sitting out watching sheep in a field one night and all of a sudden an angel appeared in the sky, my guess is you're going to tell everybody that happened. Oh yeah, tell all the people. All After the you people. get over the shock. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, they told you to not be terrified, so you would be all right. But like, I mean, you're gonna go tell everybody that the angel came and said this, we went into town and we found the baby. 
And can you imagine the story that the wise men have to tell? They looked up and they're like, that's a different kind of star. We don't get their backstory. I wonder why they felt like we should follow that star. I wonder what, what drew them to that. But they follow this star because they're going to find the king, the king of the Jews. And then they do, and they walk in this house, and they worship Jesus as a toddler while he's there. They give the gifts, and you know that on the way back, they're avoiding Herod. They're not going to tell Herod, but they're going to tell everybody else about this incredible thing that God did. And that's our job. If you've opened the gift that said to Jason or to Tara from God the Father and it was Jesus, we have the opportunity and the responsibility to re-gift that and to think about our neighbor or our coworker or our classmate in school or our friend who might not know who Jesus is and say, hey, I want to give you this gift. I want you to hear. I think that's what Jesus had in mind. When he said in Matthew twenty-two thirty-nine, love your neighbor as yourself. Maybe the greatest way we get to love a neighbor is by giving them the gift of Jesus. I mean, it's just me, but I've never been a mom. I, I think about Mary and I think about the things Mary went through. She endured that night in a stable no epidural, no doctors, gives birth, the joy, the, the, all the emotions that went into that night. But then watching Jesus grow and thinking about what Jesus felt or what Mary felt when she watched her baby boy hang on that cross because of God's love for us. You know, as a mom, I could not imagine something like that for my child. Mm -hmm. And then it makes me wonder from the dad's point of view of what, not just Joseph, but God, sending Jesus knowing where he was headed and the pain that he was gonna suffer, my goodness, that is the most true love that I could ever imagine. Yeah, and as we receive that gift, as we think about Jesus, life and death, and resurrection, and the gift that that brings to us. We have to listen to his final words to his disciples in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. It's our responsibility not only to receive the gift of Jesus, but to share the gift of Jesus with others. Yeah, most definitely. So I think it's safe to say then that we can all agree Jesus is the greatest gift ever. You're right. Yeah. Jesus, God with us, the greatest gift of all time. And as you guys leave this place and go about your family holiday traditions, open gifts, eat food, enjoy the time you have as a family together. Our prayer is that in somewhere in that moment, you'll pause to remember the gift you've been given and to pray for those who you know who still need to receive that gift. Tara, would you close us in prayer? Absolutely. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much 
for the greatest gift that you have ever given to us in your son, Jesus. And I thank you for the opportunity that we get to re-gift the greatest gift over and over every day of the year. Lord, I pray that as we go and celebrate with our families and friends and take part in these wonderful Christmas traditions that we have, that we remember it's because of you, it's for you. And I thank you for that. I pray that you just bless every person who is here, those who are watching, Lord, that they have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas with their friends and families and an even better new year. In your name, amen. I think Dave's got one more song for us, but thank you so much for joining with us. We hope you have a great Christmas. Just so you know, the donuts on your table are your responsibility to get rid of, not ours. So if you don't eat them, take them with you. Yes. Have a Merry Christmas. Merry we'll Christmas. see you next week. <laughs>